present and future of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Project 55. there. Welcome to Project 55, your gateway to the past, present, and future of the Disneyland Resort. I'm Chuck Rindon, and I'm joined by Amy Nalawai. Amy, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I, I'm excited for this episode, mainly because it's going to be you doing most of the talking, which is <laughs> great. always great for me. <laughs> I apologize in advance, friends. <laughs> Uh, But this week, I thought it'd be fun since, you know, we're still relatively new here with Project 55. Thought it'd be fun to dive into Amy's Disneyland uh, story, if you will. We can get into uh, why she came to love the park as much as she does or the resort for that matter. And uh, just some of her favorite things. Of course, we'll get into the uh, all the yummy treats that Amy likes and things like that. But why don't we start off with our main topic deep dive conversation this week amy why don't you go ahead and tell us your disneyland story how did you come to love disneyland the way you do well let's dive on in based on what my dad has told me my first trip to disneyland was when i was probably i think i was around two or three he says that one of the first rides that we went on uh, was It's a Small World. And he said that j- he knew just by looking at my face, like looking at the way I was reacting to the ride and the way I was staring at everything. He's like, uh-oh, <laughs> we're in trouble. We got a fanatic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently I absolutely loved it. I loved It's a Small World. I loved America Sings. I loved Country Bear Jamboree. Nice. Um, those were kind of the the big hits for me. The couple of times that I came to Disneyland after that, you know, fell in love with meeting the characters. <laughs> then um, the first memory that I actually have, like one that I actually remember, is um, watching the electrical parade. For some reason, the most vivid part of that memory for me was just the glow of the lights and the colors and the characters and the music. That was, that was very magical as a kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, there, everything was Sen- sensory overload almost. Yeah, it was it, great. very much, yeah. very much sensory overload. When I think of Disneyland back then, I just remember, um, I remember feeling so small and overwhelmed by everything. Everything seemed so big and so um, just fanciful. I can't think of another <laughs> word to describe it. That works. Um, that works. I, I think. I think I had just a really vivid imagination, and so for me, being in the park, it was like it was literally transporting me to this like fantasy world. 
you know, I remember, um, yeah, just the, the glow of the lights from the electrical parade and the music just like had this permagrant on my face. I could not stop smiling wide eyes, just like taking it all in and loving just the sounds of Disneyland. I loved it so much that my, my parents ended up getting me, um, it was this, uh, record. Yeah. Record vinyl <laughs> of, it was just all the sounds of Disneyland. So it was literally, you know, the electrical parade soundtrack, the, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean track, Haunted Mansion, like all the big attractions and things like that. And some of the, I think some of the mainstream music, even, I'm not sure. So, somewhere I still have the album. I have to dig it out, but uh, I would, I would play that at home and it would transport me back, you know, to that place. So I guess it was my just vivid imagination and that first, you know, first experiences when I was a little kid, my mom showed me pictures of, um, there used to be a, like an egg hunt, uh, thing that they took me to at Disneyland and based off of the pictures, it looks like it was somewhere in Frontierland. I don't know if they would, you know, bring out the the Disney bunnies <laughs> for it or not, but um, you know, there's pictures of me and and I'm I'm hunting for eggs and I'm at Disneyland and I'm like the happiest <laughs> kid on the face of the planet. It's a magical egg hunt, yeah. Yeah, and so you know those those seeds were planted as a as a little kid, and I just vividly remember, you know, back then it's not like we went to Disneyland all the time. But the times that I do remember going, it was just this, this magical place. It was like I jumped into this crazy story. And I, you know, I, I did fall in love with just Disney stuff in general. One of the, the first movies that, you know, we had the Disney Channel. And the first movie that my dad recorded for me off the Disney Channel was Sleeping Beauty. And um, I would watch that VHS tape so much that I literally wore out uh, a section of it, but <laughs> I watched it so many times that, you know, not only did I wear out the section of the tape, I knew the movie word for word, beat for beat. And I would literally recite and act out the whole movie <laughs> nice. to the point where the, the section where the video, you know, was faded out. It, I didn't skip a beat. I kept going. And then when the movie picked back up, I was right on cue with where they were. <laughs> You know what's sad is there's generations now that have no idea what you're talking about as far as like <laughs> worn out uh, VHS tapes. Worn out VHS tapes, yeah, and no, and and vinyl records. Uh, yeah. uh, the struggle it's, was it's, real, yeah. It's a whole different thing, y'all. But um, yeah, I just I remember just loving, loving all things Disney, and then uh, we had um, some neighbors, you know, grew up, and it was probably I was in fourth grade, if I recall correctly. And it was the summer after I finished fourth grade, we had these neighbors who, you know, looking back on it now, I have no idea how old they were, <laughs> but they seemed, they seemed really old to me, <laughs> but who knows that could, that could have been 35 for all I know. But, um, this couple that lived in our neighborhood a few doors down, they had annual passes to Disneyland and, um, you know, we'd, we'd chat with them and, and hear all about their trips out to Disneyland. Next thing I know, that summer, we ended up getting 
annual passes as a family. And, you know, we'd go out with them to the park and it was fun. And and then we kind of found as a, as a family, we found our, our niche was we would hang out at the Tomorrowland Terrace, which uh, at the time would feature different bands. Like they would do cover songs and stuff. And so we would go, um, my mom, uh, had just started teaching and my dad, um, worked his job. And so my mom and and me and my sister, obviously we had the same summer, you know, summer schedule and whatnot. So it was great because during the summer, you know, we'd go out to Disneyland and then my dad would get off work and he would meet us out there for dinner and we'd hang out and go on some rides and watch the bands and, you know, then come home. And that was just our thing. You know, we, we were out there all the time. That was back when it was literally just one park, <laughs> one park, one pass. Like there was none of this, you know, levels of passes or anything like that. <laughs> the simple days. Yeah. It was the simple days. You, you would go to this little, um, I, I want to say it was like almost like a bungalow. Now it's where the, they sell the strollers, but it was this little like building that you would go into and you would stand against this background. They'd take your picture and they'd literally cut the picture and laminate it on this card. <laughs> yeah. And then every year it would be a different colored background, you know, on the card or whatever. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how the obsession, uh, was sparked with getting, um, you know, passes as a family. And, and that was our thing for, you know, we, we didn't really go on big family vacations. Um, we would splurge and do like a weekend at the Disneyland hotel or, you know, a, a week at the Disneyland hotel. And kind of, that was our splurge. Fun staycation. Yeah. Yeah. A little staycation. And I was all for it because I loved, <laughs> I loved it so much. Well, the Disneyland hotel back then was awesome because it had Oh yeah, a lot of stuff to do. I mean, you you could almost make like at least like a half a day out of it, right? Just being at the hotel. The hotel was an adventure in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. the paddle boats, the arcade, the there were these little um little boats that you could you know stick the quarters in and make the little boats drive. Oh, many a time <laughs> um, was spent by my dad and I racing those yeah. little boats. <laughs> oh yeah, those were so fun. So that was that was our our you know our family adventure, and that's how how my love for Disney kind of grew. We were pass holders as a family, uh, probably up until I want to say I was in high school. It was probably my junior year of high school. And by then, um, you know, we were just so busy. My sister and I were just so busy with school stuff. And as a family, we were just really busy that we weren't really getting out to the park quite as often. And so because I was going to be, you know, graduating senior the next year. And that involved some extra expenses, um, you know, senior pictures and letterman jackets and all, right, right. all those crazy things. Um, and like I said, we just didn't seem to have the time to get out to Disneyland as often together. And so um, we didn't get passes renewed that year when they expired. That was that. No big deal. A few years passed. Uh, I was able to go to Disneyland, you know, a couple times here and there. But um, for my 20th birthday, I ended up uh, getting a significant amount of money for my birthday and some Disney gift cards and things like that. Decided that I would splurge and buy myself an annual pass. And then the saga continued. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Disneyland annual pass 2.0. So I I got my pass. I was, uh, you know, in in college. Um, I was working part-time on campus and going to school full-time. 
ended up seeing an opportunity for, it was a, a cast recruiting event. Ah, I ended up okay. going. <laughs> and so, you know, I bought my pass and then six months later, ended up becoming a Disneyland Resort cast member. It's almost as if, you know, the story came full circle because the job that I was assigned to was attractions. And my very first attraction was It's a Small World. Ah, how appropriate. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, where most people might be like, ugh. That you have to listen to that song all day long. And, um, you know, maybe not be quite so excited about it. I was thrilled. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was, I was thrilled. And, um, yeah, loved it. Loved that whole experience. Loved my experience as a cast member as a whole. Really did. And so that was great. Got to do all kinds of fun things as a cast member. Um, and then when I ended up leaving the resort as a cast member, um, I was just graduating from college, ended up taking another full-time job. And so uh, there went my access to <laughs> being able to, <laughs> to go to Disneyland. And I was okay with that for a little while. And then you know, was able to to still go a couple times here and there. And then finally, after a few years, ended up buying another annual pass. And here we are, <laughs> many, many moons later. <laughs> Let me ask you real quick, though. So having having worked there, you know, you helped create the magic a little bit. Did, did that give you like a different perspective on the park? Or did it diminish like your overall love for it at all? Or did it enhance it? What was that experience for you personally? I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like a geek every day that I went to work because there would be random things that I would get to see or do that would just like excite me to no end. That, that's totally how I would be. <laughs> yeah, I think people thought I was weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would, I would definitely. I'd be the guy who'd be geeking out like, I, yeah. I'm behind this wall now. I'm behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on the other side of the wall. Like, yeah, I get to see. Oh, I was. Yeah. Oh, that was me. That was me on the regular. Um Growing, I don't say growing up, going to Disneyland. I, I did. I grew up, you know, going there. I knew the place like the back of my hand, you know. Right. So that was super helpful. If you know people had, I would run into guests and they'd have questions. I'd be able to answer them pretty quickly. I felt like I was a very helpful person, <laughs> um, and I knew how I knew how things worked, and you know, the easiest way to get from point A to point B, or you know. People would ask for, you know, recommendations on, oh, where's a good place to have lunch? And, you know, well, what do you feel like having? What sounds good? What do you like? And then I'd give them, you know, tips and pointers of places to nice. try and things like that. So I had, I had, you know, insider knowledge because I... You've been training your whole life for that job. I've yeah. been training my whole life for that job. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think all in all, it, it definitely, um, it, it just deepened my love for the place. Nice. So, yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Um but that's honestly the kind of the the crazy story that, that brought me to um, just love Disneyland and and getting to you know be there to see the growth and the changes and just everything throughout the years. Um, I've only been to Walt Disney World for a conference and. Believe it or not, I've only been to Magic Kingdom, and that was just for like an after five <laughs> conference ticket deal thing. So I, I feel like I really haven't seen a whole lot. There's not, you know, there's so much to Walt Disney World that I know I haven't seen. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But all that said, my heart is definitely <laughs> at Disneyland. And there's something about it being 
the original Disneyland park, the, the original park where, you know, Walt Disney's dream came to fruition. Like there's something about the magic of that at Disneyland that like, I don't know, it hits me different. So yeah, I, I definitely feel that for sure. It's, it's a special place and there's so many random weird memories. Like I can walk to just about any location in that park and, remember some random memory from the past mm-hmm. and um and that's a that's a cool gift so yeah that's my that's my disneyland deep dive story <laughs> i love that i love that i love that your very first introduction was it's a small world um there's just i don't know that just how somehow seems appropriate to me and then I, I love how it came full circle and that was the attraction that you first worked on as well i mean that's just it's just like, you can't write a story <laughs> any better than that. I, I mean, it's it was just, meant to be. It really you know? was. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. Okay. Well, so it, we spent some time in your past with Disneyland and discovering how uh, you grew to love it. So let's say we fast forward to the present and uh, our Fab Five centered all around you. And uh, this week we're asking, what's your Fab Five favorite Things at the Disneyland Resort that bring you joy. And it could be anywhere in the resort, California Adventure, Disneyland, Downtown Disney, if there's a particular store you really love or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's yours. So uh, what, what are your uh, Fab Five, top five favorite things of joy? All right. Well, I, I think I, I somehow managed to stick with just Disneyland for this okay. top, uh, right. five, Fab Five of mine. Uh, but coming in at number five, uh, I have Disneyland fireworks. I know that's oh. a broad, a broad thing, but you know, uh, there's something about the Disneyland fireworks shows throughout the years and the way that they incorporate the music and the element of fireworks. You know, it was like fireworks are not just for the 4th of July. They're every night during the summer at Disneyland. Right. <laughs> and I remember, you know, we would get to the 4th of July and we'd do the little rinky dink safe and sane fireworks that we can do in our <laughs> neighborhood. And I was like, this is boring. Disneyland fireworks are so much better. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Disneyland fireworks ruined fireworks for me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why are we wasting our time with these? These are dumb. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland to watch a way better show. <laughs> but there, there's something, you know, it's that magic wonder of staring up at the sky, big eyes, mouth hanging open, just taking it all in. Yeah, it's it's the fireworks and the music and that collective um, community experience that you're having with everyone around you as you're all smashed onto Main Street right, together, right. Or, you know, wherever you're watching them from. And, and there are different places that I, you know, love watching the fireworks at and each of those locations, I don't know, they're like watching fireworks from It's a Small World. That's a great spot to watch the fireworks. For me, the memories there go back to working at It's a Small World and being a cast member there and watching the fireworks from there and getting getting paid to watch the Disneyland fireworks. Like, that was uh, pretty rad. Doesn't get much better than that, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, just uh, random memories of different fireworks shows throughout the year and the little parts that, you know, friends and family, I don't know, we would have silly things that would we'd look at each other during a certain part of the show and that was like our little inside moment or whatever but yeah that's fine. um yeah so number five fireworks at disneyland definitely bring me joy that's a great one honestly like no disneyland trip for me is complete without fireworks you, you gotta say <laughs> yes 
Okay, the next one, uh, number four on my fat five is sitting on the porch okay. on Main Street. I knew this would come up at some point. I like uh-huh. it. I like sitting it. on the porch on Main Street, um, maybe, you know, enjoying a treat and just people watching and enjoying the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those super simple things that brings me joy. And I, you know, try to explain it to people and they just look at me like I'm nuts. But I know there are a select few of us who know and understand and love and appreciate those moments on the porch, the front porch at Main Street. I feel like the people who don't get it are just, they haven't experienced it yet. I feel like once you've experienced yeah. it, you, you, you'll get it. You'll get it. You literally see all of Disneyland walk by you. It's There's just, I don't know, <laughs> there's something about it. And there's no better way to... Um, experience Main Street at night. You know, it, it, usually my favorite time is after fireworks. You know, it's you don't have to deal with you know, the sun beating down on you or parade crowds or anything like that. Right. But just watching everyone, you know, either as they're ending their day or whatever, whatever's going on, just watching the people, taking it all in, um, just observing the craziness that is <laughs> Disneyland. It's a little... I don't know. It, it, I don't think it gives it gives homey vibes. <laughs> like it, it's my, it's my porch. It's you know. I can feel that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At my home. You yeah. know, I've had the joyous pleasure of striking up random conversations with complete strangers there. I've had the joy of sitting on that bench enjoying a treat and having deep, meaningful conversations with friends and family there. Like it's just, it's a neat spot. Um, I've had random people come up to me and ask me, what time is the next poem reading? Because the, the sign on the porch says Fargo's Palm Parlor. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a neat little spot. And for me, it's definitely uh, a place that brings me joy. I love um, when I have the opportunity to porch sit at Disneyland. So that's my number four. That's a good one. I, I love that. I love that. And coming in at number three, another kind of broad stroke of something that brings me joy. Um, I put holidays at Disneyland. Ah, um, okay. You know, be be that, you know, Halloween, which I love, Christmas, which I love, you know, um, it's 4th of July, whatever. <laughs> holidays at Disneyland, they just hit differently. I love the decorations. I love the fun themed treats. Yeah, holidays at Disneyland, they just make me happy. <laughs> so. What I love now is Disneyland is all in on Halloween, too. So that, that whole period between Halloween and Christmas is just... Oh, yeah. It's just a magical time. <laughs> it's so much to do and see. Yeah. And then, like you said, all of the amazing treats that they bring out uh, during mm-hmm, this, that mm-hmm. time of year. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, good times for sure. And then my second, number two on my fab five things at Disneyland that bring me joy. I put down Disneyland entertainment and parades. Um, You know, another, you know, kind of broad genre there. But for me, like I said, you know, as, as a young kid, it was the, the bands at the Tomorrowland Terrace that, you know, was a, a, a bonding spot for my family. And Throughout the years, there's been some incredible entertainment from the bands to the shows to the parades. I mean, and I I have loved and enjoyed stage shows and (laughs) 
little, you know, trios playing here and there, whatever, if it's music, acting, comedy, Disneyland entertainment is always top notch and performing arts brings me joy. And so of course you put those things together and add Disneyland to the mix. I'm going to love it. So yeah, I put down that as my number two because it definitely brings me lots of joy. And that leads me to my number one on my favorite All right, list. I'm, I'm excited to hear what it is. And it's another kind of broad one, but I I feel cheesy even saying it. But for me, the that number one thing... it's going to be a good that, one. <laughs> <laughs> the number one thing that brings me joy at Disneyland is literally just making magical memories with friends and family. Wow, that's... Yeah, it doesn't get better than that, for sure. Yeah. You know, whether or not the picture gets taken or it's a silly ride photo whatever it may be you know there's something about those magical memories the cool things that have happened at disneyland over the years that those are the those are the important things and the things that truly bring me joy so yeah that's my fab five things at disneyland that bring me joy I love that. I love that. And yeah, the memories, man. I mean, that that's really what it's all about. So yeah, that, that makes sense. That's number one. And, <laughs> uh, like you mentioned in your story, like you can't go anywhere in the park without reliving some fun memory, right? So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, those, those are definitely the most cherished, uh, cherished moments for sure. Definitely. All right. Well, of course, we got to get into the food. Uh, we just wouldn't be us if we didn't talk some eats and treats. That brings me joy too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? For this eats and treats, though, I thought it'd be fun to do uh, a little challenge. Uh, we're calling this Your Perfect Disney Meal Challenge. So you're creating basically exactly that, your perfect meal. So you can pick an appetizer from anywhere or, you know, that appetizer could be a snack too. It doesn't, you know, whatever. Pair that with an entree from anywhere in the resort and a dessert as well, and of course a beverage to go along with it. So your perfect Disneyland meal, and as an added bonus, uh, where where would you like to eat this meal? Like a location, uh, hmm. could be anywhere as well. Could be a restaurant. Could be you know out in the parking lot in your car. Well, whatever you know. Interesting. Okay. So, hmm. so yeah, let's let's hear it. Your perfect Disney meal. I feel like I can guess some of yours, but some, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious. So what, what do you got? Okay. Well, I, I, I feel like I cheated a little bit. <laughs> You're going to have like three different I mean, entrees. Okay. So no, for my appetizer, it's like a round of appetizers, you know, cause I'm, I'm thinking okay. this is going to be family style. You're going to so be I, sharing it. Okay. Yeah, there's going like to be that. several appetizers. <laughs> okay. 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 So for the appetizer round, I picked... The Bengal beef skewer and bacon wrapped asparagus from Bengal barbecue. Mm, always so a I good choice. Always a good choice. That could be a good little tray there. And then uh, because I have to have them, I'm going with the potato bites. <laughs> it's a must. It's a must. The potato bites. I mean, they have them at Red Rose Tavern or at the Riverbell Terrace. I think they're at Pim's too, right? Pim's Test oh, yeah, Kitchen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah. Can't go wrong with the potato bites. So um, I feel like that would be a great appetizer tray. <laughs> Bengal barbecue and potato bites. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that. You've got all of the bases covered. We got a little veggie. We got, uh, you know, some protein. Uh, we got some carbs. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's the perfect combo as far as appetizers go, in my opinion. So that is my choice for appetizer. I struggled with the entree. 
That's a tough one. I really, a tough one. I really did. I struggled with the entree hardcore. <sighs> <laughs> I sense you're still struggling. <laughs> I mean, I kind of am. Okay, so, but ultimately, what it boils down to, like the the entree that I would choose, technically doesn't exist anymore. So I can't pick that because that would that's not that's cheating. That's completely cheating. I'm still very bitter about that um the docking bay seven thing that we <laughs> that, that we love uh, the authorian garden loaf yes yeah. yes that was what it's called i think what it's yeah, called man. that that would be my choice as well sadly but it is no longer there that was yeah. the bomb but it's not there anymore so it, it was a toss-up between the monte cristo it's a classic and i i like the Monte Cristo at Cafe Orleans. I don't know why, but it, I'm sure it's the same as the one at Blue Bayou. But <laughs> in my head, it's cheaper. So <laughs> <laughs> I, that was probably one of my first favorite meals as a kid was the Monte Cristo. However, because it's, I think it's because it's what I'm craving right now. I'm <laughs> actually going to choose the pot roast from ah, okay. Plaza Inn. It's definitely a classic. Yeah, I I don't know the the entree was hard because there's so many entrees that I really love at Disneyland, but we're gonna go with that one just for the sake of <laughs> making a choice. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. And then for the dessert, I struggled with this one. <laughs> so well, wait, before you get to dessert, what what would be your beverage? Oh, for the beverage, well, I have I have options for that as well. If we're if we're gonna go um, my favorite adult beverage, I would choose. And again, I think it's because it sounds good to me right now. Um, the Yub Nub from Oka's Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> Just it fun is, to say. It's fun to say, and it's um, it's a very. I mean, it's a very sweet drink, but um, it's it's tasty. I enjoy. Um, <laughs> and if we're going for a um, slightly healthier, we'll say option. <laughs> Um, I would choose the Fatro from Docking Bay Seven uh, Food and Cargo at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. It's a good, it's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, it's an unsweetened tea, but they add a little sweet to it, so it's just you know enough. Um, and it comes with my favorite ice, and I think we've talked about that before. But that would be my beverage choice. And then for dessert, it was a toss up between There's so many choices. I mean, there really are. If I was there with a group. I would say the dark chocolate celebration cake at the Magic Key Terrace. Oh, okay. I got that for my birthday and it was amazing. <laughs> it, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I'm usually pretty picky about my cake, any sort of cakey thing in general. And I'm, I'm usually not a big fan of cakes at the park, but that one was delicious. All right. I, I didn't see that one coming. So that, yeah, that's a cool one. It's cool. Yeah, there there was not a, a bit of that cake left at the end of the <laughs> end of our meal. <laughs> and then another option, I mean, maybe it could be like a post-cake treat. It's really rich. I had it for the first time on my last trip into the park. And it was only because um, my friend Kim had been posting all about it uh, on her Instagram feed. And every time I saw it, I was like, wow, that looks really good. It's usually not my thing, but it looks really good. And so I decided to try it. It was the s'mores macaron cookie from Jolly Holiday. Oh, okay. 
oh my gosh, this thing. Delicious, huh? It was delicious. I probably should have shared it with someone. Wow, where's the fun in that? But I ate the whole thing and <laughs> no regrets. It was delicious. It was so, so good. Um, but it was like 90,000 degrees at Disneyland. And so when I went to go pick up the cookie, it literally like smushed and started to fall apart. So it didn't look aesthetically pleasing at all. But um, I used a spoon and ate every single bite. Nice. And it tasted amazing <laughs> that's that's what counts there you go that that's what counts and then um i feel like a nice little palate cleanser could be a gibson girl ice cream <laughs> just round it off you know with some ice cream <laughs> so, yeah we'll, we'll just call it your dessert buffet there to end the meal <laughs> that's the way to do it dude that, I'm that's, telling that's you. Good, yeah all right you get no arguments for me <laughs> that sounds amazing <laughs> well, one of the best meals that I ever had, uh, well, side note here, one of the best meals ever was uh, I went with a group of friends to Storytellers Cafe. Literally, all we did was buy every single dessert on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it was amazing. I love it. Yeah. So that's my my Disney dream meal, I guess. All right. So the last thing. So location. Where would you want to eat this meal at? This is going to sound really weird. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in already. I would say it would be a toss-up between... No, I'm ditching the first choice. Okay. <laughs> a thousand percent going with On the Mark Twain. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. On the Mark Twain. Little dinner cruise. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's my choice. Sticking to it. My mind wasn't going there at first, but that that's a really good answer. I like that. <laughs> oh. Disney Dream Dinner. There you go. Nice little uh, riverboat cruise. I mean, yeah, that sounds amazing, actually. I mean, I, I, yeah. A dessert buffet on a riverboat cruise? Like, come on. Where do I sign up for that? Talk about happiest place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be magic. All right. Well, let's move on to Resort Rewind. And for this uh, special Amy edition of the Resort Rewind, <laughs> we're asking what past or extinct Disneyland experience or attraction would you bring back and why? And would there be anything you'd change about it or just leave it as is? I went with my initial gut reaction. The first thing that came to my head was that I would bring back the people mover. Mm. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who share that sentiment. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I would change anything. Maybe, you know, update the people mover of my day. We went through, like, it went through Star Tours, and it went through Space Mountain, and then there was the little Tron bit. I feel like maybe that stuff could be updated, enhanced, I don't know, made more exciting. Or Well, with projection mapping now, they, yeah, there's a lot they could do with that, for sure. Yeah, there's lots of different options. The base idea of having um, just an attraction to get off of your feet for, you know, 15 minutes <laughs> and um, see the lay of the land and just chill. That sounds heavenly. I don't know. There's something I can, even right now, I can hear the little music <laughs> from the people over queue playing in my head. Honestly, I can't tell you like so many trips. I went on the people mover multiple times and you know, when it wasn't busy, I loved it because they would just let you stay on. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was just great. great. I'm just going to go around the people mover like 25 times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I fell asleep on the people mover. Uh, <laughs> one time. Yeah. Yeah. And they just let me go. It was, yeah. So great. 
I mean, and our people mover. I want our people mover. Disneyland's people mover. That's what I want. That would be rad. <laughs> so that's my choice. I agree. And Tomorrowland desperately needs it. <laughs> like they, you know, for a land that was supposed to be, you know, all on the go or on the move, uh, there's not much movement anymore in Tomorrowland. <laughs> so I feel like that they could use a, a people mover, just that kinetic energy. I, I miss that from Tomorrowland. Yeah. I just think it'd be fun to have an option, you know, because right now I think it's pretty much you can do the Disneyland Railroad. And go like, you know, to the Grand Circle Tour. But like right. as far as when it gets to that point in the day where you just need to get off your feet and, you know, relax for a bit, done with the walking, <laughs> done with this, you know, standing in long lines. You just need that thing that's going to give you a little bit of a reprieve. And the people mover was always that for us. And so yeah, no, totally. um, it'd be great to have, you know, that option available again. I do. I do miss the people mover. So um, there were so many other things that came to mind after I made the decision to pick people mover, but that's what I'm sticking with. So mm-hmm. <laughs> people mover it is. I'm just curious though, what would have been a runner up for you? I did want to bring back, well, there were two things. Two other things that came to mind were I would love to have the country bears back. Mm, I feel, I feel that definitely. Yeah. That would, that would make me happy. And then uh, another thing that came to mind just because I remember watching it as a kid and loving the whole experience was the Tahitian Terrace. Ah. Um, as far as a, a, just a unique dining experience with entertainment, which there's really not anything like that in the resort anymore. Um, but that was something that I remember watching as a kid. I also think my dad knew <laughs> the people who <laughs> who did that show. That's um, but. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the, the Tahitian Terrace was this really cool uh, dinner experience uh, in Adventureland uh, where you could have dinner um, and then a Polynesian dance, you know, entertainment, music and dancing during during the your meal. Um, and I remember the delicious pineapple upside down cake if you went for your birthday. <laughs> Yes, that that was good. Yeah. As a kid, I was entranced by the fire dancing, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, dude. It was just so I, I thought it was just so magical and amazing. <laughs> I was like, that's what I want to do when I want to grow up. I wanna, you know, <laughs> dance with fire and yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. No, you're you're right though. It, it's it's a little sad that there's nothing like that uh, at the resort currently. Uh maybe one day, but uh yeah, that that was that was a special time for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're getting towards the end here, uh, but before we go, you know, I uh, thought it'd be fun uh, as, a, as a somewhat new segment, uh, our take on the lightning lane, and this is uh, <laughs> where uh, I'll just uh, fire a couple questions your way, and just whatever immediately pops into your head, top of mind, just throw it out there. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Let's do it. So, first question in the lightning lane here. Your preferred land in the Disneyland Resort could be anywhere. Uh, what, what What's your go-to if you had to pick a favorite? Uh, where, where are you hanging out the most? Depends on the time of day. Oh, you can give me you can give me two answers then. Okay, let's go with that. Daytime, nighttime. <laughs> um, Make it easy, or maybe that makes ugh. it harder. I don't know. <laughs> daytime, daytime. I'm gonna say like Fantasyland Toontown. Okay. Okay. Um, and then nighttime, oh, 
a toss up between ah how do i choose um uh, gut reaction i i want to say star wars land but i'm gonna go with Frontierland. oh okay okay I thought Main Street would have been in there at some point, but uh, that was another one that I was like, "Oh, do I choose Main Street?" But like, <laughs> I I went with I went with Frontierland because of Big Thunder Mountain, which I love at night. If you time it right and go during the fireworks, that's pretty magical. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the best. And I also I I have a soft spot for the Rivers of America at night, mm. and yeah, the Mark Twain at night. Like one of the coolest things I remember doing was, I think it was for an annual pass event. They had the Mark Twain going at night with a jazz band and swing dancing on the boat. And it was the coolest thing uh, to ride around great. on the water with the lights and the music. And it was perfect. And I did, I have a soft spot. That's for that. such classic Disneyland, too. I, I love that. Yeah. Well, that'll be my overall choice. We'll just stick with Frontierland. Okay. Okay. Just not expected, but so we're going with so it. So during the day, you said Fantasyland <laughs> slash Toontown. Nighttime Frontierland. I think it's only because I associate daytime with needing air conditioning, and that means <laughs> it's a small world. So, well, there you go. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Next question here in the Lightning Lane. This might be a little tough. I don't know, but favorite park character. So, favorite character that you've met in the park could be maybe someone who isn't there anymore, but uh, <gasps> it's a favorite character. Really? Oh, you see, you just made it too broad. You just made it way too broad. Okay, let's let's um, circle it back. Then. Narrow it down. Narrow it down. Okay. It's currently active in the park. Current currently at the theme park, favorite character, Goofy. Okay. Is that because you guys share a birthday or we share a birthday. He's my birthday buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Goofy. Going with Goofy. That's Going with Goofy. Classic Fab Five. I like it. I also have a I have a soft spot for Eeyore, but I don't make it back to Critter Country very often. I love you, Ehor. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> um, and then, oh, I mean, I feel like one of my, if we're going to go back to the, like the broad, any time, all time, any character ultimate, gosh, do you remember the long lost friends events? Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Where they bring out all the characters and all the old time characters. There were so many uh, character interactions that I had there that I absolutely loved. Um, But one of my favorites was actually when they brought back Merlin. Nice. And getting to meet Merlin again. That was pretty awesome. And then, because she's a a favorite, uh, Maleficent. The villains are always fun. You just never know what they're going to say. And it, it always makes it interesting. Oh, yeah. They're they're fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the villains are, are always a favorite. But yeah, Maleficent, she was the one interacting with Maleficent was pretty cool. Okay. I like that. Kind of in that same vein, what's a, a character you would like to see in the park that they've never done before? Scrump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a light, like a giant scrump. <laughs> I <laughs> I have no idea how that would even work, but yeah. I <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yep. like it. A, a scrump, a giant scrump. I, I, I like it. We we did say whatever comes to your mind first, and honestly, that makes a lot of sense for you. So I, I like it. <laughs> that I was like the it. first thing that came to mind. So that's what you get. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this one? Favorite audio animatronic character in the park? Ooh. 
That's a hard one. This is kind of tough because there, there's quite a few iconic ones. Mm-hmm. I would say this is, this is a weird tie. Should we preface it your favorite during the day and during the night? <laughs> <laughs> in, in case y'all haven't figured out, I have a hard time making decisions. Um, <laughs> the struggle is real. Um, I would say it's a toss-up between Rex mm-hmm. and Max Buff and Melvin. That's a good one. Max Buff and Melvin, man, they were so great in Country Bear. And it's always so weird when you look up and see them in poo. <laughs> they're, ju- they're just static. <laughs> it's like a remnant of, you know, a bygone era. And yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do love that they're still there. I do so. too. Yeah. It's a, it's a great touch. All right. So, next quick question here Favorite place to spend your money? Like, favorite store or shop? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> This is probably more my question because you know, uh, yeah, this, this I'm, is this I'm is way much, more you. It would be very me. easy for me to answer it. But. I mean, mine's like, well, where are the snacks? Because because <laughs> <laughs> we do like you know, first lunch, second lunch, intermission snack. That's true. Speaking of like having difficulty deciding things, I'm gonna have all the favorites. I mean, I don't have to decide. This is what happened the other day, y'all. I I couldn't decide, and so I just got both, and then I ate a little bit of everything, (laughs) and until I was good, and then I was like, okay, it's you know, it's much better if you have someone that you can split the food with. That's probably the wiser choice, but it was just me, so (laughs) I'm getting both. No judgments here. I, I'd probably do the well, same. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can I. I don't know if we can say like historically where I have spent the most money. Oh God, that'd be dangerous for me to tally that up. It would be fun to splurge at Doc Ondar's, but the place where I probably spent the most on like souvenir things was probably Club Thirty Three. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I got to go to Club Thirty Three, and I did splurge on things that I probably didn't need to buy, but I bought anyways. <laughs> but I figure, hey, this is my chance to buy them. So. I like that because not not only is it a place that you like, but it's also a bit of a humble brag too. That, hey, I went to Club Thirty Three. <laughs> got this at Club Thirty Three. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can think of. Kind of following suit into that. So, last question I have favorite uh, souvenir you've ever bought at the park if you you know if you can think could be from when you were a kid adult whatever just a a favorite memento do you know how many disney things i have bought over the years is there anyone that stands out to you spirit jersey oh my gosh (laughs) popcorn bucket (laughs) (laughs) oh how dare you Oh my goodness. Gosh. You're making this really hard. I know. I know. I know. I should have thought these, I should have made these a little more, maybe like yes or no type I mean, questions because this has turned into more the standby line <laughs> than the actual line. It's <laughs> <laughs> $30 for the lightning name today, friend. <laughs> um, I would, hmm, I don't even know. How do I choose? There's been so many things that I've bought over the years. Well, you could name a couple then, if there's anything that stands out to you. I was a big Vinylmation fanatic for a really long time. <laughs> I bought way more Vinylmation. Yeah, d- definitely remember that era. Yeah. 
I have since sold a lot of my Vinylmation, um, but I do have a couple that um, I have kept, a few that I've kept. I still have my Muppet set of Vinylmation, which um, I love mm, those. And then that's a good one. Um, I have one that was one of the chasers and he's the little tiger. Tiger? I think he's a tiger. Lion? Tiger? I don't know. The little orange tiger dude and it's a small world. For the, I believe it was the 50th, Disneyland's 50th, there was a, a set of, they're hanging on the wall behind me. There was a set of these like um, uh, metal signs um, that one of the designers was selling. And I love this Lufutsu one. And then there's been a couple of prints that I've bought um, over the years that um, that I enjoy as well. But yeah, way to put me on the spot. There's so many things that I've bought from Disneyland over the years. Well, those were some good ones, though. I, I like that. I definitely remember those Muppet Vinylmations. I seriously had so many of them. It's ridiculous how many I had, but um, I have downsized my collection incredibly. <laughs> so. nice. They they just brought back some of those for the, the 100 years, didn't they? Did they? Didn't they bring a set of the? I think so. But I saw them on Shop Disney. Or no, wait, I think it was the 50th anniversary oh, of Disney oh, World. Oh, yeah, okay, those I saw, maybe. those I saw. I, I really don't pay attention to those kind of things anymore, which is probably better for <laughs> my bank account. But it's better for your wallet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mostly it just boiled down to, like, I have too much stuff, so <laughs> I don't have anywhere to put anything, so, yeah. Yeah, the bane of the collector, man. Space is limited, yeah. Yep, 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 for sure. All right. Well, there you go. Lightning Lane, or in this case, maybe the standby. <laughs> a little you know. bit slower than anticipated. Sorry, friends. <laughs> there was there was a backup, yeah. But uh, that was fun, though. I feel like you had some great answers. So, oh goodness. Uh, but yeah, there we go. So Amy's Disneyland story. Hopefully, you learned a little bit more about uh, Amy and her love of all things Disneyland. Thanks for letting me share. Yeah, I will take my turn in the hot seat uh, in an upcoming <laughs> episode, so you can uh, look forward to that. Uh, I'm sure I will ramble on <laughs> ad nauseum, uh, especially if you ask me like my favorite souvenir. Oh my gosh! I, I think with that, uh, now it's time to say goodbye. But on behalf of Amy and myself, we hope you've enjoyed your time with us. And if you did, the best way to continue the adventure is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at helloproject55.com. And we would love to connect with you in between episodes. I would especially enjoy hearing about how you fell in love with Disneyland. Uh, feel free to connect with us on our Instagram at helloproject55 and tag us and share your stories with us there. I can't get enough of people's Disneyland stories. So I always learn something new about the park and it's just great how everybody approaches it different and yeah, it's just very cool yeah. and with that we'll be back next week with more exciting Disneyland adventures until then take care and we'll see you real soon ta-ta for now